Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, you're very welcome to this episode 14 of the Hairy Bikers Agony Uncles. I'm Uncle Si. And I'm Uncle Dave. We're back for another week and thank you so much for all your problems. Well, we're not thanking you for your problems, you know. We're, that, that sounds really bad. But anyway, it's good material and which you've been sending in this week. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Yes, it's really easy to get in touch with the show, as you well know. Our email address is agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk that's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk and on the Agony Uncles team today the very troubled voice that is Jeevesy <laughs> troubled voice for a troubled mind yes hello everyone nice to see you uh, just a, a quick one actually on Instagram that I thought might be interesting uh, on this one Rachel going to touch on Instagram and wanted to know what your favourite pie of all time was uh, Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, do you have a favourite pie of all time? Well, of course I do, I'm from Barrowing Furnace. Meat and potato pie. The meat and potato pie is a spiritual experience. Now they've got the Wigan pies, but you know, they talk about that. But the Barrowing Furnace meat and potato pie, from Green's Pie Shop in particular, is the one to go for. It's the caviar of the pie world. Finito. No argument. Let's see if Uncle Si wants to argue with that. Uh, uh, no, because I've had them uh, on several occasions, and they are epic. Uh, I think mine's got to be my mum's uh, uh, mince and onion plate pie. Uh, Dave and I have racked miracle about plate pies for the past 25 years, and we'll continue to do so. Oh, they're epic. Yeah. So you definitely have to have one of those plates. What, what sort of plate? Oh, it's it's one that you, that's been used for plate pies, and it's all cracked and in the glazing yeah, all, all, all northern households have that we had ours my mother used to make plate pies what she used to do was she used to have an interesting crimp she used to pop her false teeth out and crimp round the edges with the choppers <laughs> which which no. was fine for me because she was my mother but none of my mates would eat a pie <laughs> once I told them but maybe that was a strategy of being a fat child Maybe it was. Uh, well, that's good. So uh, there you go, Rachel. There's the favourite pies. Not a free bentos among them. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh. yeah, hold on. Free <laughs> bentos, time brand and a goblin. You know they do a cheese and onion pie in a tin now? You are kidding me. Ooh. It's slightly synthetic, I must admit. Not that I'm, I've, got one in the, <laughs> I've got one in the cupboard. <laughs> and, 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 and uh, yes, well, thanks, Jeevesy. Yes, and uh, to add a touch of class, of course, as always, to our proceedings, fresh from her weekly shop, at the Harrods Deli, it's posh time. Hello, I'm going to Sainsbury's. Oh, <laughs> I'm well. going to say that. Oh, say no, that. I thought it'd be Waitrose at least. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Does add I to the budget. As well. Yeah, I know, we're all skint these oh, days. Well. No, local markets, that's what I like. I like the local markets. They're not much cheaper than you sometimes either. No, if you go to the posh ones. You go to, <laughs> go to one up north, you're all right. Come back with a plastic bucket and a 
bag of onions, you know, you're all right. Not in Richmond. Oh, oh no, no, of course. No, it'd be no. a farmer's market, y'all. Yeah, a farmer's market with a free wicker basket. <laughs> it's those farmer's markets where you go there, spend a fortune, then you go to Sainsbury's on the way home to get something to eat. Well, it's so true, Dave. That is so true. I know, I know. <laughs> I used to go to Borough Market when I, when I was staying in London. I spend 100 quid on bits. Then I'd be at Safeways back in the day in Battersea, actually buying the foundations of a meal. I'd had all the trimmings, but I had nothing to eat. I know. Well, do you know what? I bought the other day I bought rose syrup. I mean, what was I doing? And then the kids go, what's for dinner? I was like, rose syrup? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. 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 I'll just pop it on the macaroni cheese. <laughs> My own cookbook. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah, macaroni cheese and rose syrup. Yum, yum. Enough, enough drivel. Thank Uncle Si, let's get solving. Play that funky jingle. Playing. Pressing button now. Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Cause I heard your advice is the best. In this week's podcast of Problematic Persuasion, Uncle Sai, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash, you will be listening and guiding our dear listeners over these problems of the day. We have the lorry driver's lunchbox. We have my money-grabbing sister... We have What the F's app and the teeny tiny trouser mouse. But we're going to start with the lorry driver's lunchbox. And this comes from Vanda, who has sent us an email. It says, hello, Uncle Si and Uncle Dave. I love your podcast. I really look forward to every Friday morning. My husband works away all week, driving an HGV all over the British Isles. His cab is his home for five days and nights. It has a microwave and a fridge, and he has a small gas stove where he can warm up food. Now, I don't work on Friday, so I make meals and I freeze them. He takes two or three with him, depending on how much stuff he can carry. His favourite meals are my version of minced meat chilli with as many veggies as I can put in and chicken curry with carrots, peppers and qualifiers. I make him a big salad on Sunday night for his tea on Monday. But my problem is I really don't know what else to cook him so he can just warm it up. Have you got any suggestions of anything suitable, something that's tasty and good for him that will freeze? I really hope you can help. He hasn't got much space in that cab though. Lots of love from Vanda. Over to you. Right, what you need to do, Vanda, is buy our book One Pot Wonders because everything in there is like in one vessel. Now, that vessel can be easily frozen, but it's always a meal in a one I'm with Dave. That's exactly what you do. In fact, so, I, I might go and find a copy and then I can literally give you some fabulous suggestions. Good idea. <laughs> the benefit of listeners, Dave is going to find a copy of One Pot Wonders. Yes. Brilliant. Oh, I was just going to ask, though, I was going to say you might not be surprised to know that I haven't um, ever been in a kitchen a freezer in there. Yeah, yeah. Some of our beds as well. Showers, some. No. Yeah. There's one here just a random assemblage tomato risotto. The sausage and bean supper, that'd be really good in a wagon, wouldn't it? You know, and you can get really good quality sausages, get his beans in. There's some veg in there as well. Minty lamb steaks, that's done with all the veggies in a wanna. Again, everything in here is perfect for what you require. Madam. Oh yes, the braised chicken and chicken, chi- braised chicken and chicory. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> braised chicken and chicory, French <laughs> lamb casserole. But but like all of Harry Baker's recipe, they're straightforward. Follow the instructions; it will work. A chili with nachos and cheese. Now he likes chili, but what we've done is it's a bit like a shepherd's pie thing. But whereas the the top is topped with nachos and cheese, leave him a little thing of Tabasco sauce. Having the cab. Oh, hola. Every night will be a fiesta in that cab. Blow your head off. 
Yeah, it's not. It won't, it won't be picking hitchhikers up either. <laughs> no, that'd be true. There'd be there's green hairs at the back of his bunk. I tell you, yeah, and, and also the great the curry book as well. If you fancy, if he likes a bit of spice, because fundamentally, you know, I mean, there's a few complicated recipes in there. I mean, complicated in their simplicity, but it, like a curry, loads of different curries. They're Thai curries, good. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. He likes you know. curry, but they're again just go a bit diverse, you know, doing like an Indonesian curry or, or a Thai curry. And we're not trying. Well, we are trying to flog books, but if you go on the BBC Good Food website, if you just kind of tap in an ingredient, you get loads and loads of suggestions for now. You don't even have to buy a television license for that one. No, it's all free on internet. But you know what I, what I kind of respect is the fact that that you are cooking for him and taking some care of his health because he's not one of these lorry drivers who's living on chips and pasties. Well, can you remember, Dave, when we were at that? Um, I, I cannot remember which port we were at, but we were waiting for some reason in the and we there was a load of lorry drivers in front of us. There was an Italian lorry driver, a German lorry driver, yeah. and an English lorry. Can you remember that? Yeah. And the English lads were just like, well, they weren't eating great. However, the Italians and the Germans, the Germans were doing what the Germans do, and they always make something. But the Italians, they had hands on for pasta. They had, you know, you could see that they had their homemade pestos. And, and I mean, it was cliched, but it was true. It was, true. Also, it yeah. was absolutely mad. Yeah. Brilliant. Moroccan tagines would be great as well to freeze, because a tagine's really just a nicely tasty, spicy stew. Like the chicken and preserved lemon one with green olives, or little purple olives, is superbly tangy oh, and comforting God. that freezes it's a one pot and you know for his carbs on the side where you put potatoes in it if you want or a lamb tagine i got uh, given a beautiful tagine to cook in and i really genuinely never realized that that fucking and then steam came out the funnel no, and no. i got it it's solid at the top when you cook a tagine and i never knew that well, we, do you remember, Kingy? We 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 like thought there was this great mystery. People would put a spoon, you know, there's a little dimple in the top. It's not a hole, but it's like a dimple, and you used to rest a spoon in the top. So we had all these great ideas that we discovered the mystery of the tagine. Is it when the spoon rattles? And we just said to the bloke, "The spoon. Why is it there?" He said, "Don't lose me spoon." <laughs> and, and then a lot, a lot of would put like a tomato or an apple yeah. on top of the tagine. We're going, "Why is that for flavour?" No, it just looks nice. Ah. <laughs> well, I remember the spoon thing. I still don't lose my spoon, idiots. Yeah. Oh, well, we thought, yeah, you know. Oh. Yeah, so that was that. Yeah, there's a lot. Tajin's a good idea. Delicious. Yeah, they yeah. are. They are delicious. And like Dave says, if he's got a freezer, it's literally just a case. Because you can, you, as long as you cook it slowly and you heat it properly through, you can mm. just flip, you can flip it out frozen into your pan Put a, put a lid on it and just cook it nice and slowly. I've done that numerous occasions. Well, just get out of the freezer in the morning and then you, you can be moist yeah. with anticipation all day. All that. Well, I've just remembered a good story about my tagine lid, actually. I decided to try and cook a volcano cake for one of my son's birthday parties years ago. Oh, I, I didn't know how to make a volcano. So I tried one evening to make the cake in the tagine lid in that wonderful funnel shape. So I put it in, it, put it in the oven, cooked it successfully and left it out, but it slightly crumbled. The clay pottery didn't quite cook as well as it would be in a tin. So I did it again. Anyway, I went to bed, left these two tagine volcanic plain cake shapes out in the kitchen. And my husband came home that evening and I, he said, what are those in the kitchen? And they were standing side by side. And I went, oh, they're the cakes for the birthday party. And he was like, have you made him a pair of tits? <laughs> because I basically... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tip, you can cook a birthday cake in a tagine lid. And the final <laughs> word should be, Tash, my birthday's September the 8th. <laughs> <laughs> Food! 
makes everything better. Our next problem is called My Money Grabbing Sister. And I need two ladies' names for this, please. One Uncle Si and one Uncle Dave. Uh, Emily. Emily. Sylvia. Emily and Sylvia. <laughs> Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, my problem is about money. My brother and sister and I are all in our 50s. My brother is a lovely chap, but my sister, Sylvia, is a jealous, money-obsessed woman. I learnt this when we were sorting out my mother's will about three years ago. We were joint executors and Sylvia just made our lives a misery, making sure in infinite detail that she got what was due to her, arguing with solicitors and generally accusing us of hiding things from her, which we oh, weren't. God. Yeah. In the end, we got about £80,000 each, which I've invested, my brother used to extend some of his house, but my sister just blew hers on what we don't know, as she has nothing to show for it, and now just complains that we somehow ended up with more and should be giving some more that we've got to her and that kind of thing. Recently, I've unexpectedly come into some money, and as I don't really spend very much, I would have liked to share it with my brother and my sister. However, I can see it opening up a whole can of worms with her, and it's led me to think the unthinkable, that I share some with my brother, but don't mention it to my sister. It feels wrong to have to think that way, and I would appreciate any advice you can give. Thanks, fellas. That comes from Emily. Over to you. Is it meant to be shared, or is it for her? Do you see what I mean? Yeah, she didn't I do. say I th that, it, you're it right. It came across like it was for her. Yeah, but yeah. that's true. I think if it was meant for her, then you bank it for yourself, invest it, do what you want. But then morally, if the money was there to be s split with your siblings, then you have to mm. do it. Yeah, you have to. Um, th yeah. that, that, that's the lack of clarity, in my opinion. Yes, I, and I think you're right. I think I think uh, Dave's hit the nail on the head. If it's if it's yours and it's just yours, then it's 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 up to you to do what you, you you want with it. If you want to share it with your brother and you don't want to share it with your sister because she's a money grabbing nightmare, then don't. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong in that. But as Dave says, if it's to be shared between the three of you, you've got to do it. Yeah, and conversely, you need to understand that if Sylvia wants to splash the money out and get rid of it, and that, that is up to Sylvia, really. Yeah. But then she shouldn't come back for more. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if there was a bigger rooted problem somewhere. You know, she's clearly... Money is always an evil, isn't it? A conversation anyway, and someone in family and being left, I think it's horrible. But I do wonder whether she already has some beefs going on with her brother and sister, and maybe that's what sort of caused her to pinpoint or you know, finger point and say, you know, I didn't get as much as you. Um, but I think it would be a shame for somebody who wants to be kind. Let's say the money was solely, um, is it for Sylvia? Solely for her. Then I think I wonder whether... Just Not don't for stop. Sylvia, it's for the other one. Emily. Oh, the other one. Emily, Emily, sorry. Then I wonder whether it should be, just don't, don't change who you are as a kind person just because you're scared of opening a can of worms. No one did anything wrong here. You know, they, the money was split. Everyone did have it equally, no matter what she thought. And now if you're wanting to be kind again and you want to share money, then I just think you should still go and do it. And I personally wouldn't not, I wouldn't go and do it to one and not tell the other. I think you're opening up a bigger can of worms for the future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think transparency is always key. I kind of get Emily's point, though, in the sense that if she says, I've come into it, well, Sylvia's going to say, you can hear the conversation, can't you? Well, where have you got You've got that, and I haven't. And did, but yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's that awful kind of greedy, grabby, nasty kind of mindset that's just, oh, it's well, You horrible. do get that in families, don't you? You do. It's awful. It's an awful position to be in. It's awful. And it's so unnecessary. 
It's so unnecessary. It's just, ooh. Why have we got the energy to spend on arguing about who did and who didn't? Who, you know, you're sad. You've lost somebody. The memory's got to live. I mean, just to spend that time and energy arguing and whinging must be horrific. I mean, yeah. I kind of get. I get Emily's point by not mentioning it. At least not mention it to Sylvia. If it's to be shared, she's got to share it. If it's if yeah. it's just for her. I think it's up to her. I, I yeah, know. and if she wants to give give the brother a discreet present on the side, it's up to her, isn't it? Yeah, it is. do it in a yeah. different way. Maybe there's something else he could, she could gift to him that shows what she spent on him, but doesn't have to become apparent that he's had a lump sum of money. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncles a line. Our next problem is called What the F's app. You have to guess what the F stands for in that. Uh, we need one male name, please. Posh Tash, would you choose us a male name? Robin. Robin. Robin's a good name. Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, I need your help to get myself out of a hole, says Robin. For a bit of morning fun, I took a naughty pic of myself in my full-length mirror. I was basically in the noddy, doing a Bruce Forsyth pose from the Generation game. I then sent it on WhatsApp to my wife at work as she had an important presentation to do and she was nervous, just wanted to make her laugh. I hadn't heard from her after a few minutes, so I checked and I'd actually sent it to a lady of the same name who is actually the partner of my best friend. No way! Oh, no way, man! This lady and I used to go out about 10 years ago before she got together with my best mate. And terrifyingly, she responded with the words, ooh, saucy and five kisses. Oh, God. (laughs) No. In my panic, I deleted my WhatsApp account. That was five days ago, and I haven't mentioned it to my wife. I have, however, had a text from my mate's partner asking if I wanted to have a coffee. I have no idea what to do, says Robin. Help! Over to you. Robin, you've got to sort this shit out quick style, dude. Why do people take pictures of themselves and put a willy on their internet? Why? Why did they do it? It's beyond me. Also, they're being married to a lawyer. He always says to me, never put anything down. in Whatever you do, whether it's a picture or you type it or anything, if it's out there, it's out there. So just don't take it in the first place and don't write it in the first place. It's true. Ah, I, I, God love him. I, he's just got to come clean with his wife because it could all go horribly wrong and just say, listen, you had that presentation. I just put something that, that made you laugh. I wanted to make you laugh before the prayers. Yeah, be honest. So, just yeah. straight, man. You've got it to was meant for the missus and it's not happening. I've I got know. to Five days. No. I just say it. Look, Ooh. it's not, man. you just got to say, listen, I panicked and I didn't know what to do when... It's all gone horribly wrong. And oh, I'm sorry. Robin, Robin, Robin. Robin and your red breast, I tell you. <laughs> you know, I got. To, I did once for Lil for a treat, because um, I've got a, a big four-poster bed. It's oh. white in France. <laughs> they call it the yeah. Colonel Gaddafi Memorial <laughs> Bed. Not that I'm discussing <laughs> politics. Anyway, it's got a rather substantial four-poster. So, wearing a Stetson, I... Kind of pole dance me way, you know, bollocko round round one of the things, and 
Yeah, she's and just you... saying she's still got the pizza. <laughs> Unfortunately, it did say the privacy and did cause a smile, really. Yes. Afterwards, I thought, you know, if she's clumsy... Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> Not for long. I love it. I love when Lil does this. It's mint. I was, you know, it was... You know, I, I give it all the you know the full cowboy bit, you know. Oh yeah, and full rotation. And so, you know, it was quite funny, really. You know, and I, oh, I, I, cleaned, I cleaned the pole afterwards. Obviously, but, but no, no, I've I've done bits like that as a treat. What a knacker! Oh, honestly, <laughs> just you've got to come clean, man. He's got to come yeah. clean. Just, oh, I don't no. know. I think he's in more dangerous waters now because he comes he's clean. Not... He's going, Why didn't you tell me straight away? Wait, you know, I know, but later. Yeah, no, I do want... You see, that's you. You just... You just yeah, delicious. No. Back you. to the truth. He didn't send it her with any intention of causing marital disharmony. So the truth is he wanted to give his wife a bit of a laugh. And so... And he got that's it wrong. It. End of the day, he got it wrong. So he's just got to fess up. What if yeah. the husband wants oh. a coffee with him because he saw the photo and thinks maybe do you fancy a threesome? <laughs> I think you're taking it one step beyond. Oh, really. Well, I think that's typically southern and posh. Yes, I mean, yes. you know, why not? We all don't have pampas grass outside as an indicator that we're into, you know, swinging. You know, all of that. that the weekend. Chopped <laughs> 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 mine down. Oh god. Yeah, that was, oh. that was always a Blackpool thing, wasn't it? It had pampas grass. Uh, it was. Uh, oh. Aye, aye. I don't know whether it was an urban myth or not, but I, like I, every time I go past pampas grass, you go, oh, aye. Oh, aye. Yeah, it's hey, an urban myth, I think. I got, yeah. You know what? There's a club in Stanley, right? And, and I heard this the other day. There is four swingers. That's all it's for. It's only open for swingers. And you've got to be, it's a full club membership in Stanley. I mean, if you... Yeah, but where's Stanley? It's in County Durham on the top of a windswept hill. Oh. I mean, it's not... I mean, why you'd have a swingers club, I don't know. Anyway, I was surprised to hear it, and I thought I'd mentioned it to you, seeing as we talked about... Can swingers. you imagine him coming out of Durham Miners Club? Why, oi, I'm just going for swinging. But that's aye. it, Dave. That's exactly aye. where it is. Aye. It's mad. Aye. I never had this down the pit, did we? Come what? on, Betty. We're off. Oh, we're off. Aye. We're off this... <laughs> Aye. It's only £3.50 a month to join and we're gone. Aye. You never know what can happen. What can, can I get? Hey. But you know what? I never, like on Twitter, I don't think it happens now, but all these these celebrities that get the willy out on Twitter and, you know, and send it to somebody. Why? Why yeah. on earth? Yeah, where well, they yes, did. we couldn't name a... names, but we won't. Yeah, it's beyond me. It's just, I just, yeah, beyond me too. Blows like, me mind. Imagine. What's the point? You, are, you used to be a terrible mooner, though. Oh, yeah, I used to moon out of the bus and that. Yeah, Out of cars. I've been on the cars. M60 with you. If anybody upsets you, that's it. But this is when you're rather large. So you yeah. have, like, a 19-stone Geordie backside. <laughs> Honestly, it's like the biggest barm loaf you've ever seen pressed against your <laughs> You know. <laughs> Kingy man, put it away while I'm driving. What? That he's cut us up. Boom you out. did it once as well. Do you remember we were sharing that flat and we had no curtains? And it was oh. like there was a staircase running, a fire escape, and people used to use it. Yes. And, and you saw some people looking at you, because uh, you were in bed by the window. So you rather majestically rolled over on your side, pulled the blankets back, <laughs> parted your cheeks and give them a finger. And so I, thought, I think the idea was that if they wanted an eyeful, they could have one. That was, yeah, that was, well, that was quite um, stylish. I did it with fluidity and finesse. 
of all 19 stone of, a ch- of, of me. Well, it always went to the recipient to which it was intended. That's all I can say in your yes. defence. Thanks, yeah. mate. Thank Wasn't you. sent out on the internet? No. No, no, no internet, no internet coverage at all. In fact, there was not even any, even any uh, duvet coverage at that point. It was all there to be seen. I have to say, in the, in the old days, you remember we used to have, before we had the internet and all the digital cameras, so when I first met my husband, I went to, I met him, I don't I'm going to get ripped for this, aren't I? I met him sailing on a yacht, sorry. Mm. <laughs> oh, <But>. God. Isn't <laughs> <sighs> it? I was there with my um, normal camera. And then I didn't get, I didn't, I said, I met him on that yacht trip. We didn't get together. And then when I got home and I developed, you used to have to wait, didn't we? 14 days to get your film developed. And then I went through the photos Mm. and and I was, there was me on the the boat, me, us in France, us here, a big group of us. And then there was one photo, one photo of a bottom, which boys do like their bottoms. And it would turn out to be my husband's bottom (laughs) that was on the camera. Oh, nice, nice. (laughs) Because they all got drunk. They thought it'd be funny to get all the girls' cameras and take a photo of their bottoms. And so we got them. But there you go, I married him afterwards. (laughs) Oh, that's all right. At least you got a sneak preview. I mean, trust you, you couldn't have met him up the aisle in Liddles, could you? No, I met on a yacht in the south of France. Oh, ironically, though, we can't sail either of us. We both hated it. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, for, for like, we have, when we were, I remember years ago when we were filming, I don't know, we were having a disagreement with somebody, and we got hold of the camera, and, um, and you dropped your pants in front of the camera, and we did a big close up of your butt cheeks. So you knew that would end up in editing. It was, it was like, a bit like us doing a dirty protest. <laughs> you held that very steady I seem to remember mate thanks for that because that could have gone on I wasn't looking no, no. <laughs> well if you're down if you're down now don't get drunk don't get drunk just send an email to the agony uncles let's move on to confidential corner and in confidential corner today we have the teeny tiny trouser mouse I need one lady and one male name. So one lady's name from you, Uncle Dave, please, and one male name from you, Uncle Si. Pippa. Pippa. Trevor. Pippa and Trevor. Well, hello, Uncle Si and Uncle Dave. This will make me sound really shallow, but my lovely new boyfriend has a very disappointing problem. Trevor doesn't know I'm writing to you. You see, he's great, funny, good, reliable, all fine. However, he has got a very, very small penis. To give you some idea, when Trevor is excitable, I can locate it, but at all other times, it's virtually invisible. We've actually been unable to fully consummate our relationship, as frankly, it doesn't reach the parts that it needs to. I, of course, have told him that this doesn't bother me, which has made him feel much better about our relationship. Sadly, though, it really does. My best friend put it best when she said, when you really like sausage and mash, it isn't the same when they serve it with chipolatas. I know no. there are treatment options available for men with this issue, but I don't know how to raise it with him. No pun intended. Is there? Well, he... <laughs> Sorry, I was going to go down that route. <laughs> I'm glad this somebody saved me. Can you help me formulate what to say, please? Thank you so much. This comes from Pippa. Over to you. Yeah. It's not Trevor's fault. No, no. It's not like it's just small. It sounds like it's virtually non-existent at this point. I mean, you might sort of say someone, or just so you know, I've, I don't know, I've just got one leg, or I've got a massive scar down my back. If you get to know somebody, you might just say, oh, you might know, but you get know. I don't know. I wouldn't know what to say. Tricky one, that one, I'd say. But don't forget, you could buy things. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe. Can you? (laughs) So, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Right, hold on, hold on, right. So he's got a little willy, and it's not doing the job. 
for Pippa. So uh, Pippa's got no zip in her pip, and there's no and right. So I want to know from the huge orbits of brain that's on this podcast what what can you do to can you get an operation? Can you what do you do? Can you? I guess you must be able to know if you can have breast enhancements and you can. You can augment anything, can't you? I presume there must be something if people genuinely do have an issue. Whether yeah, it's a I watched working them, one, I don't know. Yeah, I watched Embarrassing Bodies a couple of times and that was always a big, big issue with them. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, there are operations where they take, like, fat from somewhere and inject it into your dangler. But but I, I don't know how, how kind of... I just think you should find other ways of pleasuring yourself. I agree. Oh, yeah. You know, if, yeah. if Trevor might have a stunning personality... <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, they can work round it. Well, clearly, clearly, she is working round it, and it's not much good. <laughs> you know, it's not funny. No, I'm not sorry. I know. She wants to know what we, what she should say. Right. Yes. No. Let's maybe, let's work on this. She should say, look. Um, it's too little. Sod off. He's going to be aware. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You'd hit him with a cricket bat and say, let's get the next boyfriend. <laughs> he must be fully aware that it's not happening anyway as well. And maybe it's something he's trying to say as well. So maybe she should just address it next time they're in the bedroom, trying to do things, saying, look, I'd love to find a way that we can both enjoy this, you know, and there are other things we might be able to look into. And maybe she just needs to do it while they're in that lovely moment rather than let's have dinner and sit down and should we just discuss how small your willy is? That's not going to work. She needs yeah, to but, catch it in the moment nicely. Yeah, but in the moment, that lovely moment, what a big downer for Trevor. You know, I've just this little problem here, quite. You know, it's not, it's not going to do him good, good is it? It's, you know, because it's, you know, it's in his head as well. Yeah, we need to know more information, Pippa. <laughs> I mean, I, we need to know exactly how big it isn't. You know, I mean, because then maybe we can suggest things that would... And remember, from small acorns, doth mighty oaks grow. Exactly, exactly. This what is if also she just true. got a giant vibrator by the bed and then he might work out the difference? No, he just feels sick. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's a bad idea, Tash. I mean, surely, to God, Trevor knows the difference between, uh, you know, something that's usable and something that isn't. Oh, this is terrible. There's emotions behind this. I mean, she clearly likes him, and it's just not happening, is it? God love them. And the end is the most important part. They love each other. They enjoy each other's company. You know, so that's they're a happy good. relationship, and that's what really, at the end of the day, is the most important part of them. Yes, and oh, I know. Yeah, you can work through the rest of it. And Trevor needs to take some control as well. You know, it's like, love me, love my, what I'll come with. You know what I mean? Yeah, be appendage. What you don't come with. Oh, sure up, Tash. You're not helping. You're meant to be... See, women, you're meant to be the sympathetic one. You're not. Oh, I was. You were laughing. Yeah, but not over, you know... Oh, what? How big is it? I'm interested now. Can we ask Pepper and ask, you know, can she measure it so more, we know what we're dealing with here? Well, uh, what she... I mean, uh, you know, her words were that, you know, when when it's excitable, she can find it, but virtually invisible all other times. So, yeah. Right. Well, maybe he's just got one of those inverted ones where he needs released. You know, you need to take a, just oh, lick a bit of skin that all like goes. Like a coiled Put spring. You... Yeah, you know, that type of thing. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's like our other one we had recently where there was too much foreskin going on, too much pubic hair, and it was lost in there. Maybe if he went a little thinner, maybe you could see it more. Oh, okay. yeah. So, but we, A, we don't know the size. B, yeah. 
we're, we haven't formulated any conversation that she can have with them and see all we've done is actually not got to the root of the problem at all and taken the piss out of the size of his willy. Yeah, no, right. I, I, I remember I remember when we were filming the Baltic and uh, do you remember we had to do a nude scene and uh, but unfortunately right I'd been in the sauna for about five hours yeah. uh, you, you hadn't but the no. scene is we run and jump into this lake in Finland which is freezing so we run down the jetty looking quite manly but then coming out of the freezing cold lake we knew how Trevor felt yes yes I don't think mine's come back I was known to stand in my hotel room in a sink of warm water put it like that you know what I did I put the hair dryer on mine that's what you call a blowjob I did I put it on warm just to see what would happen. Oh, God. You don't know what hell it is it being is, a man Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, really? Really that tough? Thankfully, yeah. when the programme came out, the pixelation was of a suitable majesty to... Oh. You know yeah. what I mean? To just, I mean, the, the way overdid it, but yeah, it was. Yeah, that was fine, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I love being over-pixelated, mate. It's great. <laughs> If, if your, your life's, life's in a mess, mess then the email, email address is theagonyuncles at thehairybikes.co.uk. Yeah. Well, as always, thanks so much for contacting the show. And same as your problems, we couldn't have done it without you. No, remember to send your problems to, uh, into our dedicated agony team of experts. <laughs> well, it's Jeevesy, to yeah. be fair, and that's about it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but you, you know, it's... What is it? Agony Uncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Agony Uncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. And you can help us out by following this podcast and you can also rate and review it. This means we get to speak to more people and spread the love even further. Indeedy, indeedy. So, from Posh Tash, the Thin Bye. White Duke, and us. Bye bye. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Bye bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.